Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Manga Nation. This is Steven Laura, also known as Icelick. And I'm just letting you guys know that I am the new co-host for Anime Manga Nation once again. And you'll definitely hear me for the next Anime Manga Nation news podcast coming up. So tune in for that. But for right now, listen to Richard Keyes, also known as He-Man 493, as he does an R&R of the 10th episode of Dr. Stone, called The Flimsy Alliance. Our episode begins after a year and four months. Sunico has finally rediscovered electricity and taken the first big step to reviving civilization. He knows Kohaku, Chrome, and Suka discuss the possibility of Gen being an enemy. Gen recalls when he was revived by... Tsukasa, and how he warned him of Sinku's intelligence. Suddenly, Gen is assaulted by a group of men and fakes his own death. So this is where we kind of see the progression of what Sinku really does. And we're also seeing some things with Gen. The fact that Kohaku, Chrome, and Suka think he's an enemy. So in a way, Gen, even though he has helped them out of actually getting that electricity, because he couldn't, he, he in the last episode, he uh, warded off ma- uh, Magma, the village brute. He couldn't have did that. He could have let him know Sinku fail, but he decided to help him. But I think that now that he's being assaulted by his own group, they sh- should be able to give him some trust. They should be able to see, okay, maybe he's not actually siding with them. Maybe he is with us. But if if there is a theory that Gen is still not too sure, I mean, come on, the man has seen Sinku make electricity out of nothing. Tsukasa doesn't have this. Tsukasa doesn't have electricity. Tsukasa doesn't have the modern-day technology that science has. Tsukasa has strength. That's all he has. Strength. That's all he has, and, and, and strength is very good. You know, he's, he's not dumb, but again, he needs more than just strength. He has to have those things to improve. You know, improve his odds of surviving this war between villages. So, moving on, Senku and the others find him while Suka investigates. The girl with the watermelon helmet finds out that Magma did it and plans to go after Kuhaku next. So, the blonde girl explains that Magma tried to win the village's grant, grand bout, to wed her sister, but she joined just to stop him. Kohaku plans on training someone that can defeat Magma in the next bout and marry Ruri to they can administer her the cure-all drug. Which is a smart plan. I mean, this Magma guy really is trying to mess things up. He's standing in the way of progress. I think he just wants to marry both sisters in a way. He wants to take Ohaku for himself. He wants to take Ruri for himself. He's a guy who... He's the he's the typical macho guy. He doesn't have much of a brain, and he has a lot of pride. Again, his Vegeta, his Vegeta is showing. Um, he's very, very cocky. I mean, you might as well put Vegeta right next to him and say, you know, they're pretty much the same, because he is very cocky and very dumb, and he's not thinking about the consequences of his actions. So I think Magma needs to back the heck up because, no, you're not going to get these girls. We all know that it's 
Kohaku belongs to Sinku. I mean, well, he, she doesn't belong to anybody, but we we hope that Kohaku and Sinku get together. We we hope it. And Kohaku is definitely not going to go for that. She does not see Magma as a man who she wants to be with for the rest of her life. And I wouldn't see him as a man either. I mean, those really brute types that are very cocky and they think they're the they're the shit. They're not really good people. It only takes one time where they lose and they just collapse everywhere. So keep this in mind. And this apparently there's a grand bout. So I want you guys to pay attention to this arc because in this grand bout, let's say Magma does lose. You're going to see this man break down because the, the, his, him winning is the only thing he wants because he wants to show Kohaku. He wants to force Kohaku to be with him. Because if no one can defeat him, then Kohaku has no choice. So Kinro and Jinru agree to train for the Grand Bout. The Grand Bout. And despite his feelings for Ruri, Chrome goes along with it. The next morning, Gen disappears, and the others believe he's going to get Sukasa. However, Senku knows Gen has already made up his mind to the joy, then it was solidified over a bottle of cola. So this was kind of cool because Senku, uh, when Sen- if Senku is cool with it, we should be cool with it because Senku has a plan. Maybe, in a way, Gen is playing into Senku's hands. We, we know when, I mean, it's like Senku has been always one chess move a- ahead of his opponent or two of them. He's playing a chess game. He's playing 4D chess, really. And he's always been ahead of his of his opponent. They've always thought they've had him in a corner, and somehow he'll make a move that they don't even think that they don't even see coming, and it's checkmate. So it's very, very important to not count out Sinku's plan. Let's see what happens in the next episode. I trust Sinku that things will go well. I don't know for sure if Gen is going to Sukasa or not, but I do believe things will go well if he is. Gen. Senku always has a, has a plan in his in his mind, and Kenro and Jinro are definitely going to be fighting to be able to help Kohaku out. Chrome has a chance to claim Ruri for himself. This is a chance for him to show that he is more than just this kooky sorcerer guy, that he actually is somebody who has heart and who has the means to fight for what he desires. So the overall this episode was I know it was kind of this this R and R is kind of short, but yeah, there wasn't wasn't much that happened in this episode but what except what I just explained. And I actually kinda like the fact that it was just a lot a medium size amount of action besides this being easy to write. I think we've already understood everything in the last episode and this is kind of that middle episode that's going to prepare us for the next big arc, which is, I guess, this grand bout. So I think it may be a tournament or some sort, or maybe like one against all or something like that. Who's to know? But I can't wait to see what this grand bout is about. And if Kinro, Jinro, Sinku, Kohaku, and especially Chrome, if he's ready, because Chrome's chance to get to earn Ruri's hand is about to be right in front of him. It's up to him to take it. I want to thank you guys for listening to Dr. Stone uh, episode, I believe, 10 now. Yeah, episode 10, A Flimsy Alliance. And I am impressed with Dr. Stone. It's getting better and better. We're seeing a diverse cast of characters, all different personalities, not just the same bland characters. And we're also seeing that the protagonist isn't 
just falling in love with girls. Like, he's actually been pretty adamant about he doesn't like relationships. But I do believe as the anime will go along, Sinku will eventually maybe settle down with somebody. But I do thank you guys a lot for listening. Voice your opinions about what you guys think the grand bout is going to be. Is it going to be one versus all? Or is it going to be a tournament-like thing? Or maybe like they have to survive some type of obstacles? I'm, I'm really curious to see what type of thing they're going to have to go through in this grand bout. Um, let me know what you guys think in Amino and E and an email. Um, if you want to email me, it's animonganation, all one word, all lowercase, 493 at gmail.com. Email me your opinions or what you guys thought of the podcast. And again, big shout out to Ice Slick to thank you so much for joining. Appreciate your hard work. And thank you again for joining the crew and making these podcast recordings much better in quality. And we're going to continue to try to work hard to give you the best content possible. All right, guys. See you later. Bye-bye.